Welcome to SelfDiscoveryMedia.com, where we discover the communities that are making a difference in the lives of others. Our self-discovery is something we are all making on our life's journey. Here you will find the people that will be your guidance, that will be your inspiration, that will be there for you in support on your journey of life. Do enjoy. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Ignite Your Heart and Soul right here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my wonderful guest is Leanna Orlando. Oh, 3D to 5D, what do we mean? No, we're not talking about the 3D machines. We're talking about the third dimension to the fifth dimension consciousness and how we can ascend to it and the process humanity is currently undergoing and understanding what it is and how we progress through it is crucial for a smooth transition from that 3D to 5D conscious. Yana says she's an ordinary woman who has undergone extraordinary spiritual awakening. It started off with plans of being a spiritual teacher. Oh no, quite on the contrary. It didn't start off rather. In fact, she had her life all mapped out for her, including I must achieve to do the life right. And spirituality was nowhere on her list. She believed that uh, being recognized and rewarded for doing her life right she needed to do many things and have tons of stuff and be well perfect not spiritual she believed that it she had it all figured out and was diligent checking off that list a husband three kids money inside dog outside cat uh, more money house in the burbs vacation home in the mountains suv money career lots of friends money and she was hot and skinny and a member of the pta and the usta tennis team um a room mom at her kids school and in the neighborhood ho uh, a board and just to name a few of overachieving i'm exhausted just reading that never mind living it so what woke her up what brought her over to the spiritual realm well she today she's a seeker of truth through her fresh and light perspective her own awakening began um, to unfold in 2002 and intensified in august of 2007 when she had an encounter of the best kind with source as the truth of all that is was revealed to her she knew her life's mission would be then to share what she had discovering and since then liana has been teaching coaching facilitating workshops for those truly committed to navigating the path of ascension as a mother a lover a sister a friend an author a speaker a coach a dancer a creator of the ascension academy her mission is to awaken humanity to the magnificence within the foundations of her teachings are found in a course of miracles which is the manual for love forgiveness peace and freedom she's very clear that she can awaken and ascend and then anybody can and her mantra is life is fun and easy it is when we lighten up and don't take things too seriously right <laughs> welcome to the show love oh girl i'm exhausted listening to all yeah, that oh my god you know <laughs> that was my what life. a to-do list you know <laughs> way too strenuous <laughs> Yes. Certainly no time for flow or tapping no. in, right? No, there wasn't. I, like everybody else, uh, especially in the Western world, mm -hmm. was totally conditioned to live my life in an exhausted manner or it wouldn't count. Yes. And I did that. I did that for 42 years of my life. I was a, an overachiever 
And, and it wasn't until my mom's passing in 2002 that finally I had the pattern interrupt that I needed mm. to get me to evaluate things. I call that either the cosmic two by four or just a you know, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. But it's always like the arrow's pointing this way, you know, and, and for all the neon signs that are saying this way, sometimes it is that push, isn't it? That makes us look up and actually to see the signs that have always been there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for for me, with my mom's passing, what, what began to happen is I entered into this incredible terror of death. Mm -hmm. And I grew up Catholic. So I grew up like most Catholics. I was taught that there's heaven and there's hell. And of course, because I was a sinner, <laughs> I had a one-way ticket direct, you know, do not return straight to hell. And when my mom passed away, because I knew her so well, mm -hmm. we, we were best of friends. I knew based on that programming, she was going to go to hell because I knew she was not a, a saint. Mm -hmm. And I, then that began to activate my memories of all of the things that I had done mm -hmm. that I wasn't too proud of. And terror gripped me this this terror of going to hell and I began to get the little nudges you know friends gave me books and and I began to to look into my fear of death and it was absolutely an amazing journey into discovering mm. that number one there is no such thing as hell yep. unless you and make it on earth it's absolutely <laughs> A state of consciousness mm. and that if I wanted to experience heaven, I needed to clean up my mind from all of my hell uh, beliefs. Mm. I needed to to do a lot of self-forgiveness, do a lot of, of you know, personal self-awareness and come to the place where I had to come to know my creative source. You know, I used to call it God when I was growing up Catholic. Then I went through a period that I only called it source. I called it spirit. I called it creator. I called it, you know, all kinds of things. I didn't want to call it God because I was, I was scared and angry of, mm. of God. And then I had an encounter in 2007 with the source. And yes, I love it. It doesn't matter what we call it. Yes. I discovered what it is and I discovered what I am and that, since 2007 has changed my life. Mm. Absolutely changed you, huh? my life. Mm -hmm. Totally, mm -hmm. completely. Yes, I had a, um, a pastor who was on the show, um, had his own show here on the network for a while, and it was the world according to Gus, God, universe, and spirit, right? So it really doesn't matter what we call it, as long as we tap into it, because it runs through us, it runs around us, it's in every single creation here on earth. And when we are in tuned with it, we do then actually understand the purpose of it, but the purpose of us. Because the age old question, you know, who am I and what am I here for? You're here to be of service with your beautiful gift that only you were given. And that self-discovery of what that gift is and how to share it in service of others is truly what the calling is, isn't it? It's just like, what's our instrument though? That's what we have to go into discovery is what is our instrument that we're bringing to the table? What's our gift? And if we're so conditioned by what I call life expectations, uh, you know, not only um, 
religion but school parenting ancestral parenting because it always goes back a huge line um, but you know that conditioning of expectations from society itself have the three kids be successful have the cabin in the woods you know oh oh she's got it made right the fact that you're empty inside and constantly chasing something is not you know no no we don't talk about that we don't talk about that but that's where heaven lies isn't it in that source within you in that love in that passion in that conviction that's where really you are the light that you seek and when you switch it on hallelujah exactly there what else is there to talk about that's it <laughs> <laughs> the how to switch it on i think that's the big question how do that we is. change how do you I mean first up when we mention 3d and i mean when you say 3d today everybody's immediately start thinking of the machine that can do 3d making of things and in in a metaphoric way Yes, that's what 3D is. You know, we're looking at it not just from face on, we're turning it around, we're looking at it from all angles. We're going, hello, you're a bit, you're missing a piece. You're missing something. How do we insert another piece here that is going to allow that light from the inside to come out? And I think that's the discovery that we're in right now, isn't it? And it's, it's truly wonderful if you're willing to take the journey. Totally. And that that's a great analogy with those 3D printers that that can basically create anything solid, but the 3D printers don't put the soul in, in right. the building that it can, it can produce or the car um, or whatever product it is that it can make. It doesn't put the soul in there. The soul is that formless substance. Mm -hmm. And that is the, the how to connect with that is really the journey that we've had so many teachers mm. uh, four thousands for millennia uh, telling us what to do pointing the way helping us discover how to get there for me the because i grew up catholic the teachings of jesus always resonated even when i was a little child there was always something sweet about jesus mm. and as i began to enter the, this journey i began to hear guidance and my my the guidance that i was receiving it felt like it was, it was the consciousness of Jesus speaking to me. And that's why I ended up at eventually um, studying A Course in Miracles because it's a, it's a book channeled by Jesus. It, it was channeled over 50 years ago and really powerful, powerful book. And that book really is the how-to manual, how to connect with the truth of who we are. And there's only one way. The, the only way to connect with our truth is to begin to, to discover it. Yeah. You, you have to get curious. You have mm. to want to know what else is there. If you're happy, you don't need to do a thing. If you're not happy, you've got to question, why am I not happy? And that, that sends us on, on a journey. Um, it can go as quickly or mm. as slowly as we are willing to go. And to me, that desire to experience unconditional happiness, where I no longer needed one more prize, one mm -hmm. more, you know, promotion, one more reward, financial reward, one more accolade, when I no longer needed to have my happiness be attached to yes. something that I had to achieve, mm -hmm. that unconditional happiness became for me what I wanted. And 
the only way to achieve unconditional happiness is to place no conditions on life and just be happy. Yes. But to get to that, yes. I had to see all of the ways that I had learned to chase happiness, block happiness, mm -hmm. create my own misery, um, which meant I had to look at my consciousness. I had to look at my thought systems. I had to come inside and question, get curious about everything that I had believed up until that moment, because I, I was chasing happiness. So my thought yes. system had to be questioned. Right. Deprogramming. Totally. Right. And, and totally. this, you know, we, we talk about deprogramming and, you know, I'm not a computer. Yes, we are. You know, we're, we're all kind of put together, wired together and, and each, you know, the, the um, brain side of it is actually your hard drive. It's what makes everything work in our body. But if it's out of sync, so is our body because it's the conductor of the body. But our programming is not only there from the moment we're born, it's there, be, be, you know, our ancestors of our, our parents, past lives, everything. And it's an accumulation of lifetimes of knowledge. And we've got to look at what's serving us. And this is why I would say the expectation, you know, society has put such an expectation on what it is to be happy, to be fulfilled, to be somebody. And everybody that has chased that and got to that have said, well, well, where is it? I did everything you told me to do. I'm rich, I'm famous, I'm this, I'm that, but I'm unhappy. Where is this happiness? Is it in the floorboards, right? And it's, it's been with you all the time. That's what the alchemist was about. That's even what the Wizard of Oz was all about. We are with us all the time. God, source, energy is with us all the time. And if we can take off that expectation and deprogram and speak lovingly to ourselves, and then we can see life with compassion and empathy and understanding and clarity and creativity. Right. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. And we we can't do that because we don't have the the manual mm. on how to access that that goodness that is inside of us. You know, I just mentioned to you that I just became a grandmother. Mm -hmm. My little grandson is two weeks old and when I look at that little baby, it is the pure essence of, yes. of source itself. Yeah. It is, it, 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 it just is. It doesn't have any thoughts in its mind. Mm -hmm. Like you said, we do carry some, some uh, pre-programming that we, we do receive, you know, in, incarnating is a choice to come continue yeah. a journey. And when I, when I see him, you know, I, I am looking at, what I do in my workshops is I help people remember that when they were born, yes. they came in pure, innocent, absolutely whole, perfect, and complete. If you focus on the essence of a child, this is why so many religions, especially Christianity, teaches that we have to become like little children to enter the kingdom of heaven. So if I didn't want to go to hell, I needed to stop being the adult me that thought I had it all together and knew everything <laughs> so that I could enter the kingdom of heaven, which was to return to my innocence. Yes. So this journey of deprogramming unlearning is about being willing to let go of what we think we know to yes. be curious, but you know, that's the hardest thing. The whole journey to me, that is the hardest part is recognizing 
that what we thought was true was right is actually wrong. Mm -hmm. It's not true and it's not right. And it's, it's, there's so much liberation when we come to the place of being comfortable with no longer needing to be right about the indoctrination that we received. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, that I was a sinner. That's not true. That there was hell. That's not true. That, that I had to, you know, that God was outside of me. That's not true. Mm -mm. And getting curious about, well, who taught me that? Right. Well, if you question that, yes. If we question every belief that we have, we will come to a place that will find its origin. Mm -hmm. And what was there before that? Not, not that belief. Right. What was there before that was, you know, spaciousness, uh, creativity, uh, infinite possibilities. So the, the fear of questioning our beliefs is because we don't want to be wrong. Right. And we've got to get comfortable with maybe we don't, maybe our way is not the best way that keeps bringing us to suffering. So curiosity is so big. Oh, oh. I mean, let's just start off, you know, it's, it's, I've, I've even got it on my coaching page. You've been lying to yourself and it's not your fault because it's the data that was fed you. Right. But you know, you're, computer is not optimized because it's got fake data in there, false data in there, out of date data in there. And it's that ownership, you know, um, I'm a knowingness coach and it's that knowingness, you know, the gut, the gut says, you know, why do you know this? I don't know. I just know. And it resonates with your heart and truth. And it goes to your spirit into action and your mind will know what it needs to know when it needs to know it. And that means I'm not intellectualizing it. I'm actualizing it by allowing the intellect of my soul, heart and spirit to be in the equation to understand what do I need to know in this moment, in this moment. So that is what's really, really important. We're so busy living for tomorrow and we don't pay attention to the gift of today. I had a 10 year old, the youngest person that I've interviewed and she'd written a book, 365 days of gratitude with a positive attitude. And it was simply today I'm grateful for this and I'm grateful for that. And I thought, you know, I'm going to have to change the way I I interview. And she was just so matter of fact, I simply don't understand it. If you're unhappy, why do you stay in your unhappiness? Go and do something that makes you happy. And it's why do we as adults like to complex everything? Why do you know we've got to go through the suffering? You know, we've got to make sense of it. No, it makes you unhappy. Simply change direction and go do something that makes you happy. The happiness that comes off you is going to serve so many more people than your misery of where you were. Yeah, I love what you were saying about that 10 year old, you know, to go back to the computer analogy, mm-hmm. we have a lot of software that yes. that is out of date, and we have to to delete a lot of that. But the reason is so difficult to clean up our own mental computer is because we have a big virus in it. Yeah. And that virus, I call it the ego mind that 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 false sense of self that uses all of that, that data and creates a persona. Mm-hmm. And until we are comfortable with doing a real thorough self-analysis, a mm-hmm. self-awareness and realize that we have two voices inside of us. Like you were saying, we have that intuitive voice, yes. that voice that knows that it'll need, it'll, it'll get what it needs when it needs it. Yes. 
And then there's that egoic voice. Mm. Well, that little 10 year old, she doesn't understand why you can't just switch out of unhappiness because she doesn't have an egoic voice running her life. The adults, we have these, these identities that we're so attached to our egoic identity. And if it believes that I need to, you know, for example, a simple programming that is absolutely um, pervasive is we all watched movies and we've all been indoctrinated into believing that we should have an Academy Awards ceremony and we reward, we award the best prize for the most dramatic performance. So the reason we operate with so much drama is because our mind has been conditioned into believing that the more dramatic, the better, the more applause we get, Mm. the more attention we have. So it, it takes a lot of effort to look at why we are so unhappy because we like the drama of it. It gives us attention. It gets us an audience. So there is just so much that we have to question. Yeah, and you you really hit the point there. I mean, there's so many people that stay in the victim mode because of that attention. It's also, well, I don't need to be accountable of this. As long as I can still blame someone else, as long as I'm still getting attention for being the victim, why should I make any effort to change my story? And so we're not doing anybody a favor by, by keeping them victimized. You know, if it is like, yes, I know that you've been through this. I'm there for you. Here's the hug. Here's the kiss. Now let's get back up. Let's not give them the power to stay a victim. Let's empower ourselves. But there are the people, you know, we see that our emotions are always an indication of what we're going through. Recognize it, address it, because if you don't, it's going to build up. But don't become emotional about your emotions. And that's where the drama comes in. That's where the hook on being the victim is. You have got to be willing to participate in your own healing and go through the process. Because if you don't, you're going to be that soap opera headline forevermore. (laughs) Yes, yes, exactly. And so many of us are so comfortable living inside of that soap opera. And, and it, it is, but, but, the reason we stay inside comfortable in those soap opera lives is because we really don't know mm. that there is that there is another way and the we we feel something is missing but we don't know really right. how how to to look for it or where to look for it the best that most people can do is enter the self-help journey Mm -hmm. and they want to make more money. They want to become better. They want to have a better body, look this, do that. It's always this sense of improvement. And for most people, they will enter the journey to awaken through this, through, through the self-help movement, through the self-improvement movement. And that's okay. I mean, if that's how you enter, that's how you enter. But what I would love to, to leave the audience with, is this idea that what if you don't have to improve a single thing to experience incredible joy, to experience incredible peace, to experience in, in, an incredible sense of, of fullness. And if people would be willing to just ponder, well, what would life be like if I was happy all the time for no reason, mm-hmm. um, peaceful all the time for no reason? we we would literally see a complete revolution 
And it's a revolution because there will be a total, complete evolution of consciousness yes. when we stop seeking and we start discovering how can I just be this thing that I'm wanting. And, and I'm so grateful for, you know, people like you who do conversations like this. I do conversations mm -hmm. as well. And so many, so many amazing teachers and just regular people are having conversations to plant the seeds of possibility of another way. Yeah. And if somebody is unhappy, like that little girl said, why, if you're unhappy, would you want to stay there? Exactly. Exactly. You know, I see we're ordinary people doing extraordinary things because we've elevated we've turned up our volume, we've turned up our frequency, we've had that rebirth. You know, I have a six week old grandson. And I remember the first time I held him, how different it was from holding my own children. And of course, there's the chemical reaction when you first hold your own child, right? But holding him and just looking down at him, it was like, I already know you, we've already met. And it was just such a wonderful sense of peace. You know, not anxiety about him or anything, just peace. And he's such a smiley little thing. You know, I just, oh, you know what it's like. You can't get enough of them. Um, but it reminded me of our own rebirths. When we fall pregnant, you know, we have nine months and it's not comfortable. You know, the morning sickness and then the Braxton Hicks and then the backache and the feet swelling. Never mind the labor, right? And then the sleep deprivation afterwards and but it's all worth it because of that rebirth. Why can't we look at ourselves in that process as well? You know, it's not like, oh, I've decided I'm going to be spiritual now. And that's it. That's the first step. That's the first step. But what is the process you're going to go through? The how-to. Where's the, the manual? Now, we don't want you to have a manual that every step you take is, has been organized for you. We want to give you a guidance system of how to tune in, how to listen in, how to hear how to, to trust that knowingness and moving forward. So it's really a totally different way of actually reading our computer. The programming is a new system and it's there to work for us, but it's waiting for our participation. But isn't it worth giving birth to ourselves again? Absolutely. And I, I completely relate with your experience with your grandson because I, I had some, some beautiful visits uh, from my, this, my grandson's soul before he, he was born. And he was telling me, and, and I say it, it, it souls are yeah. both masculine feminines. It's it. Yeah. The essence of this child was letting me know why it chose me. It chose its mom and dad because they are more conscious than the average bear. Right. But it chose me as its grandmother because it, it it knows that I understand that it is a master here to teach me. Yes. And that is what is so different is that my work with this little one is to keep reminding him as he's being programmed by the world because he's mm -hmm. going to get the programming. He is to keep reminding him of the essence of the truth of who he is yes. because he's here to take me to another level. Right. And I can't, he can't take me to another level if I dumb him down. Right. So, you know, yeah. treat him like I know more than he does. So it really has been a, a fabulous journey these last two weeks with him of, of putting myself in a place of, of 
equality with him. He's a soul on equal levels with yeah. me. And if he happens to, to be one who has, through his past lives, achieved a mm. level of mastery that is going to take me to another level, well, I, I'm like, bring it on. Right. And that's one of the paradigms that I had to shift that old programming that yes. mother knows best, father yes. knows best, grandparents knows best. Yes, you have more wisdom about navigating the world, mm-hmm. but moving to the fifth dimension is moving to a level of awareness that there's more beyond this world. There, there is a whole universe of universes that we mm-hmm. are so not tuned into, and we have to learn to tune in to the the unseen world. That that's what, you know, the the spiritual journey. You got to understand who you are in this world, yes. and know that that's not all there's to you. Yeah. And then you begin to open up to the more that you are. So people may be hearing this um, bit of conversation that we're having about past lives, future lives, and you know reincarnation and and masters who choose to come in to teach as Jesus did. As my grandson is clearly here to do, I'm sure your grandson mm-hmm. as well, is we've got to open up to that there is so much more that that we can access the desires to have expression through us. Like you were talking about that instrument, what instrument are we? There's so much more that, um, oh, I mean, it just makes me want to cry to the the feeling of so much potential that humanity is on the cusp of opening itself up to receiving, but not until we look at how we have limited our sense of self by all this programming. Right. Yeah, that is time for us to release the program and learn whatever you want to call it. You know, um, there's a fabulous book. Do I have it here? Yes, I do. So simple. I read it years ago, and I'm sure you've read it. Who Moved My Cheese? Oh, yeah. Spencer Johnson. Two mice, two men around abundance of cheese. One day the cheese is gone. Sniffy and scurry, sniff out and scurry around for more. Hem and ha. Well, Har is like, I just don't know what to do. You know, well, my stomach's rumbling. I guess I've got to get moving. And Hem is, give me back my cheese. Who do I have to sue? Who do I have to kill? You know, and that's the third dimension as, as far as I'm concerned. You know, if you're looking at life through angry eyes and that everything owes you, you know, you're pointing a finger, there's three pointing back at you, right? Your choice to live and what you do in your life is your choice. Now, we can't choose what happens to us. But if we look at what happens to us as a lesson, you know, in finding our strength, finding our courage, finding our abilities, discovering our beautiful instrument, then it's never wasted. It may be traumatic, but it's there for a reason. As I said, just don't get stuck in it, but utilize it as as a, a generator to moving forward and going deeper. Our third dimension is are going to be left behind now. If you're not on that fourth dimensional bridge already in the fifth dimension, we're already elevating. There's so many people right now are saying, my goodness, what's what's going on with the energy? I am feeling it running through me or I'm feeling this or I'm feeling that. And we are uh, at the, I've been saying for a long time, they're turning the volume up on it slowly, slowly. But now we're going to go into a phase where that volume is going to be turned up at greater heights. Because if humanity doesn't step into that love vibration, love of self, love of life, love of others, love of that beautiful divine essence and presence that is not only within us, but within everything around us, 
If we don't step up there, this earth is not going to be able to take the pressure of the hate and the, the discord and the disconnect that it's feeling right now. We're seeing this elevation open up right now and it is extraordinary. It is exciting and it is wonderful. It's so harmonious. And it's like, yeah, what is your instrument? Now go and find an orchestra that you can play in. Resonate with that symphony and invite others to join because that's where we're all meant to be. Whether we like it or not, that's where we're all meant to be. Well, yes, in this 3D world, you know, one of the things that, that we have to understand is that God, source, spirit, whatever you want to call it, all that is has always been all that is, always. which means all knowing. Yes. So it does not start from lesser and expand. It starts from all that is and chooses to contract. Right. So this this third dimension was a choice to play contraction, to play yeah. inside of the, well, what, what would happen if we um, basically put ourselves in a tiny little box <laughs> and we keep growing, 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 but the box doesn't. Yes. And this experiment has, has, has worked. <laughs> it has shown us that yes, we can choose to use our power to contract, to keep ourselves chasing the cheese, to see who moved it and stay in the place of, of, um, pointing fingers and blaming. Or once you realize I'm done with that game. Mm -hmm. I am I am the creative source of all that is. I played that game like when we were children. You play hide and seek. Yes. You you hide from one another and then you find, you know, you find each other. Now humanity is at the place where we're tired of that game. We want a more sophisticated game, and it is the game of love, the game of kindness. We clarity. See Totally. Yes. The game of corruption, the game Ugh. of lies and deception and pain and suffering is boring. I don't no. want to play that anymore. No. Been there, done that. Exactly. So to move to that to the next game, to move into a higher, more ascended game requires that our mind be attuned mm -hmm. to, like you said, the love vibration. Yes. So everything that is unlike love is coming to the surface for us to see all of the ways that we played the old game. Mm -hmm. Now, granted, <laughs> exactly, which that's where the ego comes in. The mm -hmm. ego is that virus in the computer that lets us play the game that way. Mm -hmm. Well, we've got to clean that up. We've yeah. got to really, and it's an interesting that we have a virus out there in the yes. world and we have a virus yes. in here in our head. Yes. There's no, there's no coincidence there. <laughs> that's <laughs> right. As reason. within, so without. Yes. <laughs> As within, so without. And, and it is, it's, it's a really, well, for you and for me, it's a very exciting time yeah. because we know what's coming. Yeah. But for the people who are in the world right now, who are suffering, who are scared, who are, the world is falling apart and they're afraid that, you know, the government is not going to take care of them or that the government's going to force them to do this, that, or the other, that fear is the opportunity to go into curiosity. Why yes. am I so afraid? You're right. And reclaim this, this power, but you know, it does take time, but I feel that we are at a point at a precipice mm -hmm. where because of the nature of our infinite self, we can't continue to play this confined uh, way of being anymore. So we are all being boomeranged into mm -hmm. an opportunity, whether we like it or not. Yeah. You know, the Course in Miracles is so, so simple to me. 
it says that we have the ability to to take however much time we want to take to discover the truth, but we don't have the ability or the opportunity or the permission to decide what is true. Right. So the truth is truth is true. We are all powerful, magnificent beings who have chosen to play in the 3D realm. We can't alter that. But if we want to stay here and we want to prolong the suffering, we can do that. We can take however much time we want to awaken and because so many are so ready, because yeah. we're tired, tired of chasing yes. empty promises, we're exhausted. We have been programmed into exhaustion. Yeah. I'm excited because so many more, I'm talking billions, mm-hmm. are really tired of the old way. Yes. And we're going to see a lot of people getting very curious um, pretty soon here about how can we do things differently because the old ways are not working anymore, thankfully. We're we're tired of um, competition, of comparison, of control, of hysteria. You know, the Fox News, they take a pimple and make it into a volcanic eruption. You know, it's, it's, we don't want this hysteria all the time. We just want facts so that we can look at those facts and decide what to do with them. We don't need you to sensationalize everything. This is why I say, you know, life has become so much the soap opera, da, 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 you know, and it's like, oh, you know, we don't need a cliffhanger every five seconds. You know, it's, it's exhausting. It takes too much energy. And I'd rather put the energy in the possibilities, the wonderment, the opportunities and creativity that is out there, the collaboration, the community, because what this energy is asking us to do is discover that love and light within us and bring it to the table, bring it to the orchestra. We are meant to be community creatures where we are there for one another. The best thing you can do is be of service to others. You are receiving so much in that service and it doesn't have to be a thank you. It doesn't have to be even know what what impact you've had. Just knowing that you've served somebody in some way is a wonderful gift back to yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, and that brings us to the law of oneness Mm -hmm. is that when we understand that everything is one, one energy, that, that there are not different energies out there. There's only one infinite energy. And so what I do to you, I do to me. Yes, exactly. That, that giving and receiving happens in tandem. Mm -hmm. So the mind has to be deprogrammed of a lot of misinformation that has us not only think that we're separate, has us think that we're all we are is solid, has us think, like you were saying, that competition and and winners and losers Mm -hmm. is somehow a good thing. What is a good thing is to realize that we're one energy. And when Mm -hmm. we enter into that awareness, it is natural, as you were saying, to want to collaborate. Yes. To want to co-create. Yes. And humanity is is really at that place. Thank goodness for Mm -hmm. this external virus that we have been put into the lockdowns that are causing a lot of people to say, no, I don't want to live like this. Mm -hmm. But that lockdown is giving us an opportunity, those who are ready to go inside and get to know who they really are and begin to break those old um, programs, those, those belief systems that, you know, we are supposed to have others tell us what's best for us. You come inside and you find your own Mm -hmm. power 
where all healing is, where all all goodness is, all all potential for well-being is within, of course, you want to then connect and help and serve and assist and support one another. It's an absolute natural thing when you come inside to want to be of service to others. And and you gain your sovereignty. You, you yeah. We won't put up with um, others telling us what to do. No. And, you know, even the coaches and the guiders and the teachers, the best ones are those that have gone through it because they understand. You can relate to them. They know what you need. Uh, but it isn't about doing it for you. It's about giving you the right skills and tools to take on your own journey of your life, your own self-discovery. Um, you know, the Book of Miracles and many other things there are a guiding system. And it's, it's just kind of learning to recognize what is around you, what is within you, what you're capable of. And other people along your, your journey in life, on your path, they're going to be the cheerleaders. They're going to be the people that maybe pick you up or hand you some wisdom along the way or a skill or a tool. And as you gather and get stronger, you then pass on your teachings to others. And it's that wonderful you know, energy that is perpetually gathering, gathering, not moss, but gathering beautiful, loving energy that just gathers momentum. And you can't help but be intoxicated when you're around it because you can feel heart-like energy people around you. You know who they are because it doesn't matter what vessel they come in, you feel their heart, you feel their spirit, you feel their soul. And that's dancing. And then it's just a question of, okay, I'm going to join this dance. How can I participate? Exactly. And, you know, that is that is why, to me, teachers, coaches um, are, are really just examples. Yes. And that, that's all that it is. Yes. And actually, once we move into this new earth, once we cultivate that world where everybody is feeling their sovereignty and, and living from their true essence, we won't have coaches and healers and teachers that it's going to be irrelevant. Yeah. Um, Cause when you operate from the truth of who you are, you don't need somebody to, to guide you no. to reconnect with your truth. So it, it, it becomes is, the circle of conversation of sharing rather than of either, you know, dictating or teaching, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, we're moving there pretty quickly. Yeah. It, it's, it's going, it's getting fast and furious. These energies are coming in we cannot stop what's coming nope, and it's nope. a beautiful beautiful thing yes yes <laughs> it, the, the energy momentum at the present moment is beyond any human realm to to stop and you know like all the the scum that's come to the top in the last few years it's it's really kind of shown us what's been hidden for so long it's in our face now and do you really want to keep feeding this you know i did a um i was interviewed yesterday and the metaphor was the garden and, you know, what you plant, what you water, what you nurture is what's going to grow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, don't plant things, your doubt, your fear, your discontent. You know, plant what it is that you would like to see in the world, what you would like to be in the world. What is your participation? And make sure you water it and nurture it. Don't tug at it. Let it grow. Allow it to grow in its own time. When that harvest is there, it will be there to, to feed or to please anybody that needs it. Last year, on this past year of the pandemic, I think was a wonderful year of reflection. So many people have been locked down, having to have take the time to kind of go in and really look at themselves. And how many people I've interviewed is like, 
it was the greatest gift because I'm just no longer doing what I did. I'm now doing what I really love. And so that pause in time to redirect people. And if this year, every year I have a word and this year is actionism. This is the year to take action. It's no longer the reflection time. It's time to plant those seeds, to water them, to nurture them. Make sure you, you've got the right seeds in the garden that complement each other. We don't want any conflict. So you want to have things planted there that are going to grow abundantly and support one another. So that goes with your community. Be around people that are like energy, like hearted, and together you will resonate out with such an invitation that people will be drawn to you and they won't know why. You know, when Harry met Sally, I want what she's having. <laughs> right? People want to be around people that are in that resonance of heart. Even if their own hearts aren't ignited, the show is ignite your heart and soul. And it is, it's up to you to ignite it. It's up to you to switch it on. And any of those old beliefs that come up and go, okay, are, are you here to serve me? No, I don't think so. Delete. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. It, the reason it's so difficult to move to the place of living in that higher frequency is we have to face what yes. brought us to the low frequencies. Mm -hmm. we, we cannot do the spiritual bypass that so many people no. just want to be positive and love and light and unicorns and that's it. If we don't face not only our own internal suffering, our own internal disconnect, but also see that if it's in the world, it's because we have participated in allowing this incredible suffering to, to continue because we've been desensitized to yes. our own suffering. We don't really empathize no. with people's sufferings because we are disconnected from our own, our own ability to feel. And that is, that is what's like, I love that you said, this is the year for action. Mm -hmm. We have to action internal healing yes, so that we can take action and say what is not okay out there in the external world that we don't want to participate in anymore. Because to not be a victim, you have to say no to the bullies. Yes. To not be um, operating in fear of illnesses, we have to say no to these snake oil salesmen who tell us that our healing is external, not an internal job. Mm -hmm. When we acknowledge that there's a source of healing within us, we are matched vibrationally, as you were saying, yes. vibrationally with the right um, doctors, the, the right uh, medications that might be external, but it comes from an internal guidance that matches yes. us vibrationally. And humanity is on the verge of letting go of all the old systems mm. that are lower frequency as we are beginning to be inner guided. And that to me is just so amazing. Well, that's my favorite thing to help people understand is yeah. how did you get programmed and how do you deprogram yourself? Right. right. And, you know, as, as, as the, the brain trainer said, is that all that deprogramming is good, but you've also got to make sure that the brain is in sync, that is firing the neurons because that programming has pushed your brain out of sync, which then pushes your body out of sync. So everything needs to find its balance, its equilibrium. It's infinity, you know, because it, it's not about, I'm a Libran, so it's not about being balanced perfect like this. It's the, it's the constant flow, a little up and down. Uh, it's in rhythm. It's in rhyme. What you don't want is the extremes. 
extreme up and extreme now and that's how we have lived our lives yeah. we've had extreme lows that we've had to climb out of then we've had extreme highs that we think we're happy in and then for a moment we're okay as we're passing ourselves back down to a low again and it's we want to keep that lovely equilibrium that fluidity and that flow like like the wind we don't want the hurricane in ourselves anymore except for if it's coming along to clean away the old <laughs> <laughs> then a tornado can come and take all that doodah with it. <laughs> but, um, I think Mother Earth has been giving us all these weather patterns for the last few years saying, I've had enough. I've had enough. Your vibration is just too much for me. I can't take it anymore. Clean up your act or I'll evict you. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes back to our, our lack of awareness of how interconnected we yes. are the seen and the unseen world this planet has has consciousness it is a consciousness and it has a high frequency and it gives us a low frequency to match humanity's low frequency but it is it has made a decision to awaken and it is making a decision to get rid of whatever doesn't serve her so yes those hurricanes those tsunamis are going to come to basically give us evidence of what it is that we need to look at it's a beautiful beautiful partnership that we have yes. with mother earth if we learn if and we with learn. the planet and with with everything the stars everything is inter we're one with all of it we're made of the particles from the universe exactly. we are in tuned on in frequency with everything that that lives here on this planet uh, you know the where we have the big huge disconnect as as humans is that we think we are more superior yeah and no we're not i mean let's yeah. look at our animal kingdom you know, animals that aren't meant to like each other, are meant to kill each other, are, are being best buddies, are rescuing okay. each other. They're showing more humanity and compassion and caring than we are towards one another. Yeah. You know, it's really, if you can take up a gun and shoot somebody just because you're upset, I'm sorry, it's not an excuse. It mm -hmm. isn't. That is weakness. It is not strength. The strength is to face your pain, to face your anger, to discover the strength and the courage within yourself, to discover abilities of how to let it go, to embrace your beautiful divine presence. That is the true strength. And making an excuse to hurt another, to heal yourself is, is an old paradigm that we need to most certainly snuff out. Absolutely, hurt people are hurting others. Yes. People who have gone into the journey of self-healing. When you're healed, you're happy. Happy people don't yes. hurt anybody. Right. Right. Uh, you can't knowingly hurt anyone when you're in that higher love frequency, because yeah. all you want to do is help people in their own discovery, help yeah. people with what they're wanting to do. You know, um, I'm an advocator for the people that are out there they're making a difference in the lives of others i celebrate those people people say, do you yeah. interview celebrate uh, celebrities and i said they're all celebrities because i celebrate the work they're doing they've stepped <laughs> out of that programming they've stepped into their meaningful purpose and they're now here to serve others and you know inspiration begets invitation doesn't it yeah. Well, and thank you for what you're doing to inspire the world. This right back at you, honey. <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> right back at you. You have your own podcast. Um, 
you also part of another wonderful um, network that I recently joined, which is all about the heart and it's all about community. So you're not just speaking your talk, you're living your talk. And I think the more we can bring people in heart to heart, you know, when you step into heart, you step into clarity, you know, that heart, the soul cannot speak through a closed heart. No, not at all. And when you open up that heart, and I don't care if it's been broken before, if it's in millions of pieces, just open it up. The soul will speak to you. It will heal your heart. It will lift your spirit. It will clear your mind. Absolutely. And if we can tap into that, that yeah. that's that's the work. Yes. The work is to t tap into our soul, which has been waiting to align with us. Yes. We just have to move past that egoic conditioning and align with the essence, the truth of who we actually are. So it is, that that's the work. It's really very simple, but yes. it's not easy because it it's, feels foreign in the beginning until it becomes like, wow, I'm, I'm coming home. This, this, is, this yes. is what feels natural. But we're also trying to highfalute it, you know, it's typical, you know, you know, um, academic it, you know, it isn't. It's this, you know, people say, well, how do I open my heart? And I say, okay, go and watch children play. Yeah. <laughs> go and watch puppy dogs chasing a stick or a ball or each other, right? Yeah. Go and look at the waves hitting the shoreland. Go and look at the, the wind rustling through the trees and hear what the trees have to say to you. Nature has all the answers. The simplicity of our beautiful divine essence all around yeah. us is speaking to us. Go and tap in. It will all open your heart. All the time. Yeah. All the time. Without a doubt, it is there in service to us. Yes. So, yes, it, it's, it's a fair amount of work to learn to, to tune in, but then it becomes the simplest and most natural thing because it's what we all knew as little children. And the purest, totally right? It's the got purest. conditioned out of that, yeah. that peaceful, joyful yeah. um, way of being. But we're so yeah. conditioned to that really important if. And, you know, I, I bent myself into God knows how many pretzels and trying to be this for that one and that for this one and, you know, that image for that one. And it's just who did it destroy? Me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And it's like the, the, the spirit woman of me who says, what the hell are you doing? And, <laughs> and it's, you know, it's like, you know, I'm just trying to fit in. And it's like, no, you will never fit in that way. Be no. yourself. Be your own beautiful divine self. And you will fit in where the energies are open to receive you. Exactly. Exactly. That is perfectly said. <laughs> and yes, it is work, but it's only going to be as hard as you make it, as hard as you resist it. Yeah. And also if you expect it to be quick, because quite honestly, as you've said, your, your grandson's here to teach you. We are on a lifelong journey of awakening and learning. Yeah. And there isn't like, oh, I've got to know this by 50 or 60 or 70. I've got to know this. And then what do I do with it? The destination. No, the destination is when you leave this vessel and you take all that wonderful information up and into the universe that supplies that wonderful wisdom to yeah. everyone else left behind. So yeah. please don't look like you need a downloadable app or a quick, you know, go on, give it to me, give it to me. I'm going to, how do I do it? You know, it's no. Be willing to take the journey. And the, the less you resist and the more you immerse in it, the more you're going to start getting the experience from it. Absolutely. Completely, completely agree. 
And what a beautiful conversation. I um I've got another a client actually I'm going to have Okay, to all right. So, will you will you tell everybody how what you offer, how they can get hold of you, how they also can listen to your own podcast and uh, what you want people to know? Wonderful. Thank you for that opportunity. I appreciate that. So, my website is linaorlando.com. So, it's my full name, L A I N A O R L A N D O. And if you go to, you know, to my website, I have a, a free, um, it's a complimentary course that I created and I call it the soul's journey. And it takes us through the six stages that we all go through from conception to enlightenment. The first three stages of how our mind gets programmed. And, and I walk people to see how it is that we move from the innocence of childhood into the, the controlling and miserable part of adulthood. And then how to reverse that process because it's actually mirror of each other, how we get programmed. We need to understand how we got programmed so that we understand how to deprogram. So again, if you go to lineorlando.com and you sign up for that, that free e-course, you'll receive that um, via email and you take it at your, at your own pace. Mm -hmm. And in my website are all of my, my podcasts and my YouTube line, Orlando, everything is line Orlando. I like my name. So I figured I might <laughs> yes, as well use sorry, it. I've been pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> oh, that's all right. I don't even pay attention to that anymore since it's unusual. <laughs> it's the same with me. I never get pronounced right. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yeah. So if somebody um, wants to do that, that's wonderful. And I'd love to connect with you. And if it doesn't resonate, that's okay too. Exactly. Because it's, it's all vibrational. Yeah, exactly. You want to be in sync, right? Yeah, totally. totally. And uh, you, you're an author as well. Do you have a book? Um, I have written in several books. I'm actually in the process of writing my own book, Good. which is called uh, A Call for Love. Mm. It's a mother and son's journey through the hell of addiction and back. And You have to come and back is, and when you've got that one. <laughs> definitely. Yes, yes, yes. It's how my son was able to unravel his programming. Good. Um, yeah. And it, it was a beautiful journey that we did together. It took us four years of, of looking at both of our addictions. His was to drugs. Mine was to people pleasing. Yes. So it, it was a beautiful, beautiful process. Uh, well, I have another genre called Nature of Addictions, and you have to come back with that book oh, okay. and share it there for sure. Because, you know, addiction isn't always drugs. Yeah. You know, addiction could be to the drama. Addiction could be to, you know, the fear, yeah. Of the, yeah. the hysteria yeah. and everything. Uh, we've got to understand what it is we are addicted to because mm -hmm. we can't heal anything until we come face to face honestly exactly. with it, right? Yeah. Exactly. Thank you so much for sharing with us today. It's been an absolute delight and I look forward to having you back on with that book. And uh, keep on, keep on shining, darling. Keep on shining. Your heart resonates and... Uh, you know, anybody who wants to just reach out and have a wonderful conversation with you, they should do. Uh, it will be a door opener for them into their own hearts and souls. And we're not meant to do it to, in, on our own. You know, it Absolutely. is our solo journey, but we are meant to do it within a community. Totally. And, and if you feel that Liana's the person to open up that door for you, reach out to her and just experience it because that's what it's all about. And I look, yes, and I look forward to having you come and uh, be a guest in my podcast so that my community can be can be exposed to your wisdom, which was is delightful and lovely. And I so enjoyed it. Thank you very much. You see, folks, this is what community is all about. 
yep. it's not competitive <laughs> or comparison it's all about sharing sharing yes. and that's what it's all about we learn so much when we're willing to share with one another right totally totally Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. So, so much wisdom here to, uh, today, folks. Please just open up that heart, let it in. It's a beautiful journey when you're willing to take it on. I promise you, when you get through to the other side and you're living in this vibration, there is nothing better. So until next time, bye for now. We hope that you enjoyed the show. You will hear many, many shows here on selfdiscoverymedia.com. We have new shows for you out every week. Just find them on our podcast or, or what's new. If you feel that you have something to share that makes a difference in the lives of others, or you too feel that you could be a host, please contact me at info at selfdiscoverymedia.com and we will be glad to speak with you. Have a wonderful day.